0: Hey, guys. Good afternoon and welcome to another episode of Costa Rica Real Estate and Investments with me, your host, Richard Bexon. Today, again, I'm still here up in Papagayo in Plaza del Coco in our eight bedroom villa. Um, but I'm just basically getting ready here. We're going to go and do a uh, podcast with Alejandro Castro. This is going to be a good one. Alejandro has done everything from being the head of marketing for the Costa Rican Tourism Institute uh, to now running his own boutique hotel in Santa Cruz, Guanacaste. He's invested in multiple different properties, has done branding and marketing uh, for a lot of different businesses. Uh, so, we're going to focus kind of more on his advice on marketing, branding, and also running a property here in Costa Rica, as well as where he would invest in his favorite areas. Remember, guys, if you have any questions for Alejandro, all of his contact details are below. Uh, if there's anybody, else that you'd like to see on our podcast, even if you'd like to come on it. Uh, I know it can sometimes be a little bit daunting coming on it, but this is never live. We pre-record them and we'll talk about everything You know, from anyone that's invested in Costa Rica that would like to give some advice to anyone thinking, some of the questions, maybe even I can answer some of the questions on a podcast. Um, but again, feel free to comment away. Uh, you can send me an email as well, info at investing at costarica.com. Uh, and I will answer anything and reply to all of the emails myself. Let's get straight into it. Hey Alejandro how are you doing? Pretty good thanks. I really appreciate you uh, making the time to, uh, to, to join us on the podcast. Thank you for the opportunity. No, not at all not at all. Well I mean it's been an absolutely crazy two years. I know that we've been lunching and in, uh, in contact during well for many many years but especially you know during the past two years as it's really kind of impacted travel in a bad way and then also just a crazy way. Um, but I mean if you don't mind me asking what surprised you recently?
1: Actually, right now, I think that uh, the American market, market coming back, uh, it's something surprising. Uh, actually, we, we have a lot of airlift that is coming r- uh, right back uh, to Costa Rica, and mostly in the Wanacaste area, right? Uh, the interest of the people to uh, get out of the big city and go to the beach, uh, I think that that's something that uh, we need to take advantage of. And uh, it's a very positive and happy surprise to see this in certain yeah. coastal areas of Costa
0: Rica. Yeah. I mean, we definitely, again, I mean, I think that a lot of the listeners probably already know, but like, I mean, tourism is the, is the blood, you know, the life and blood of this country, uh, especially in the coastal areas, especially in the Northern, you know, coastal areas. So it's great to see that because I spoke to a, someone yesterday who was saying that like things are starting to get back to normal or the new normal. Exactly. Uh,
1: yeah. Uh, I think that in some destinations, we still have a lot of destinations that are suffering. Um, mostly the ones that uh, depend on, um, in a higher ratio uh, for European market that hasn't come back yet yep. as Americans are coming. Um, but I think that it's it's we're on the right track. Uh, the country is well-positioned, uh, our image is good, and we've been doing quite well uh, during the pandemic. Uh, this is something that has been happening in the whole world. Everyone has to deal with the same issue and no one knows how to deal with it. Uh, or we're starting to learn how to deal with it. And uh, I think that Costa Rica could be one of the of the um, a a positive
0: uh, players or, or good players of this match. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. Well, I mean, a lot of people listening to this podcast, Ali, you know, are from all over the world, uh, and they, you know, it's amazing the amount of people that I'm. I speak to and that I hear from, that are looking to make investments in Costa Rica. I mean, as you mentioned there, Costa Rica positioned itself very well during the pandemic. I mean, why do you think it's a great place to invest? And also, is, who do you think should not invest in Costa Rica? Okay, that's a good question. Uh,
1: regarding um, like why this is a good place, uh, I think that just, just having uh, a, the most a stable, uninterrupted democracy of Latin America has a lot to say of, of the country, uh, that gives you a lot of security. Um, also, we have a lot of different services uh, for you to buy a, your property. We have a lot of realtors, uh, a, lawyers, and a lot of people that are willing to help. And And we have professionals uh, in the area that are gonna help you make a good decision um, and for your investment to be good. Also, the, sa- the safety of the country, I think that it's something uh, crucial. Um, we we have very safe uh, the uh, touristic destinations. People do take care of tourists, and everyone knows uh, how important they're for our economy. So I think that that's something good. And maybe they, they don't do it uh, just to okay, we're gonna have more tourists and we're gonna help. But the Costa Rican, as a Costa Rican, is very um, is very kind. They, we we're talkative. We need to. We want the people uh, that visit uh, outside to feel. Uh, a welcome and I think that's very important uh, once you you buy something also like to have nice people uh, helping you in, in any manner and I think that location is very important we are just uh, two hours three hours away from uh, some of the main cities of the states uh, and that makes it easy to go back and forth and also the yearly that we have right now it's, it's quite a positive also so I think that those are like three key aspects uh, of why we, we could invest here
0: who uh, would not invest in Costa Rica? Yeah, who should not who uh, should not invest? Who would you say to someone? Yeah, probably Costa Rica is not the right place for you. Someone that doesn't like paradise. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a very really tough question. Uh, actually,
1: um, I'm a, a very pro-Costa Rican. Maybe I could say something bad. Uh, if you don't like like uh, uh, roads in some uh, amazing beaches, maybe you won't invest there. Uh, but. That's why, like, one of the only issues or downsides that I see of this amazing country.
0: Yeah, that's that's great. I mean, some of the other things, like the bureaucracy sometimes, I mean, if you want stuff done, like, you know, really, really quick, you know, it's, it's you got to, I mean, Costa Rica is a slower pace of life, you know, and yeah. that's what attracts a lot of people. It's relaxed. It's not as slow as a lot of other countries, you know, uh, in getting stuff done. But I mean, it's, again, I think a lot of people do get frustrated here when they come here and it's like the bureaucracy involved. Um, but I mean, I think it's just you just got to kind of you got to have patience. I mean, Costa Rica is not a country to make an investment in if you don't have patience.
1: Yeah, I, I totally agree. And also, um, it's not if you're building something with permits, you're, you could uh, go crazy uh, because yeah, it, it takes a lot of time. But um, I think that the, the, the property is uh, the the country is worth the, the wait.
0: Yep. Well, let's just quickly jump over here to kind of marketing and branding as I know that that's like really where you're strong. Uh, You were head of like the country's basically marketing over there at the ICT. You did an amazing job, uh, you know, kind of uh, branding Costa Rica. And I know that you've done it with a variety of different brands here uh, in Costa Rica. But I mean, as it pertains to like tourism related businesses here, you know, how would you go about getting yourself noticed? Because I do know that you do a lot of consulting work for a variety of different tourism companies here, but just businesses in general with that. Uh, I mean, how would you go about getting yourself noticed above everybody else?
1: Yeah, I think that uh, there's a technical side to it, uh, which obviously includes good SEO, SEM, uh, making amazing blogs, uh, using newsletters, and all the different tools that we have right now available. Um, but on the content side, or, or or in the copy of the of what you're saying, I think that it's very important to be extremely honest with with the audience and also resembling to knowing a, to who you're gonna you're gonna communicate this, right? Um, so, for example, depending on the market, it, Costa Rica is a, is a country that has all sorts of different activities. Uh, it, it, it's its nature is amazing and stuff. So. You need to have a match, a uh, match the audience and what you're offering, and making sure that you're uh, communicating the right stuff to the right people, right? So I think that be, being very honest and, and telling the right the right things to the right audience, yeah, uh, it's where it's where the key the, the key to success is. Um, so I think that's very important. And knowing that the owners, knowing the destination, uh, knowing also the issues that we have as a destination because we're not perfect, um, it makes it way more easier. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, I, I mean, I've said this to you before, but thank you very much for everything you did for the country. You did amazing work there, kind of with the branding Thanks. of you, so Thank you. But I'm going to roll this in because I know that you're you're developing a new property in the Santa Cruz area, in uh, in the, the kind of in up in Guanacaste um tell me about it and like how are you you know i'm asked there how would you go about getting yourself noticed you know through branding and marketing so how are you doing it with this property how are you going to differentiate this property okay uh this was a tough project because it's a property that my grandfather did in the
1: 60s in wow. santa cruz back in the day uh we had uh, terrible roads uh that you needed a, a true four by four to pass by and maybe you didn't make it uh and um, and uh, they did this uh, hotel, fifty room hotel, a semi Olympic pool, uh, and uh, around uh, three no maybe four thousand square meter uh, meeting space. Wow! In the sixties, in the middle of Santa Cruz.
0: Um, I mean, so it was. T- t- tell everyone where Santa Cruz is, just because I know another people, a lot of people listening to this won't know where it is.
1: Yeah, Santa Cruz, it's when when you're on your way to Tamarindo and uh, Playa Grande, Flamingo and all these uh, beach destinations, it's like half an hour, 40 minutes away from there. Uh, And it's like right in the middle of the Guanacaste province, right? So so it's a very strategic location. It's also like 40 minutes away from the airport. It's like 40 to half an hour, uh, 40 minutes to half an hour away from everything basically. Uh, So it's right in the middle of Santa Cruz. So back in the day, eh, everyone went there from San Jose, rode their four by, four by fours, and they went to these amazing beaches that were completely of the beaten path and uh, basically the whole beach for them. So it was, it was very adventurous. It was um, people from San Jose went to Punta Arenas, the farthest, uh, and my grandfather was doing a 50 hotel room in the middle of, of, San, of Guanacaste. <laughs> So it was a little crazy. Uh, then he did another property in Tamarindo. It's also called Viria, uh, the Tamarindo Viria, which he sold in the 90s. Um, and people told him in the 70s, you're crazy. No one's going to go to Tamarindo. Uh, so um, right now, yeah. <laughs> right now I'm trying to do the complete opposite. I'm telling them, people, if people are telling me, you're crazy, Alejandro, Santa Cruz is not a, not a destination. Uh, and now I'm bringing, bringing them back to Santa Cruz. So that's the idea, and that's what we're doing. Uh, It's been very tough because we got this property and it was nearly abandoned. Um, And we've been investing in it and making it nice. Uh, I also want to take advantage of the, it was a mid-century property. So uh, I want to have some mid-century modern uh, elements in the property, which which we're working on. Uh, We're redoing all the gardens and it's been amazing. But uh, to go back to the question, what I'm doing uh, to differentiate this is making sure that we have it going back in time and have some elements of this amazing property that was an iconic hotel in the middle of Guanacaste, middle of nowhere as as you want to see it um and also having these authentic experiences and uh, and taking advantage of the location we're the folk city we're one of the only folk cities i think in latin america and there's not much uh a cities that are actually, uh, this is by law, it's called a folk city, uh, Santa Cruz is Costa Rica's folk city. Uh, so I wanna, we, we have this uh, title, but we don't have any tours or anything that shows what is the folk of the Costa Rican, right? And that's something that we're missing, not in Guanacaste, we're missing in the whole country. We, we need more uh, cultural tourism. So I'm leveraging on this, to position first the destination. Right now, sometimes I'm not even taking care of the hotel's marketing because I need to position a destination first. Let people know that in in Santa Cruz, we do have things to do. We have amazing uh, gastronomy. Uh, Everything is very local. Um, And uh, all the traditions, the marimba players, uh, all the dancers and everyone is basically based in Santa Cruz and and they're willing to show their culture and and open this um, to tourists, but no one knows. So wow. um, I'm focusing on this. And uh, I want to show uh, the treasure or hidden gem, or, or however, however you want to call it, which is our culture. Uh, and most of the base of our culture uh, comes from Guanacaste. The marimba is our national instrument. Um, they also have the quijongo. Uh, they have a carving uh, with hikaros. Uh, also the pottery, with chorotega pottery is very popular. Um, and I want to have everything in one place for people, for it to be accessible to people and understand uh, this culture that we have, that it's very rich. And also help um, uh, the people from Santa Cruz, which have been suffering in this pandemic. It's been tough for them. Um, a lot of people lost their jobs. And uh, I want to create also some opportunities near their houses and for, for them not to be traveling back and forth and stuff.
0: Well, I, I think that's amazing. You know, I mean, it's you and I have discussed... You know at length kind of developing rural areas with tourism i mean i know that italy did a great job with the ecotourismo over there where they would have people move from the cities out to kind of more areas that were requiring um you know i said like tourism projects because it creates so much like economic wealth in these areas it provides jobs you know these places need to buy locally as well so good for you and you know i think costa rica does have a rich deep culture i was just talking with someone beforehand of like it's amazing once you spend enough time here of just you were like i'm learning stuff about costa rican culture that i didn't even know and you know guanacaste is completely different than san jose which is completely different than the south i mean it's just so diverse here and you know while costa rica is known for its beaches and you know it's kind of its wildlife and volcanoes the culture here is so rich you just need to kind of uh, you know look at that so so bravo I, I you know i think you're about to start a trend here uh and hopefully we'll see more and more of it here in costa rica yeah let's hope uh, let's hope that this is
1: uh, is successful uh, yeah. I do believe that it has a lot of potential, uh, and yeah, hey, what you're telling is completely right. I actually I challenge people to drive in Costa Rica for two hours and have everything stay the same: the same food, the same people, the same weather, same. yeah, um, the same uh, ecosystem. And yep. uh, I think that that's basically impossible. Only yeah. if you're stuck in traffic, but <laughs> but yeah, everything changes a lot
0: well, let's jump to kind of like more of a general question here. I mean, in your opinion, where do most people go wrong when, you know, developing a property here in Costa Rica, in your opinion? Um, I think that something,
1: and and maybe if you're coming from a broad uh, pyramid setting, that, like make, making all the work before developing the property is very important because uh, you need to have, like, the right lawyers, uh, the right people that are going to help you, you uh, to do the permits. Uh, if you're doing a permit from the states or from another state, it, yep. it could be a, a hustle. And at the end, it, it could be a challenge for the property. So I think that they, making all the due diligence and all the work before you start, uh, it's very important. And and that's something where, where things could go wrong. Uh, so uh and it could save a lot of money <laughs>
0: yeah i agree i mean you know sometimes i mean even architects like i've worked with some some people before looking at architects and they're like wow you know and designers they're like wow, that's kind of a lot of money to spend but it's like look you're investing it now not to spend it later because I, they said i did a uh a podcast yesterday with mario as uh, a an order from loop design and he was saying that like it costs a lot less to, to erase a wall on paper than it does in real life. So you know, spend the time and the money on the design phase because it'll make the rest of it move very, very quick. So I think that's that's great. Let, let's let's talk, Alejandro, about your favorite areas in Costa Rica to visit. I mean, I mean, what what are they? Well, that's a tough question because I'm a,
1: as you well know, I'm a passionate Costa Rican that loves uh, the destination. Um, and I'm, I'm also a surfer, so I have a uh, slightly uh, preference for the beach uh, destinations. Uh, so I love the Guanacaste area for sure. Uh, that's, that's a place where I grew uh, in my childhood. I, 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 I was a lot of my time I spent it in Tamarindo area. Um, so for me, uh, the beaches of Guanacaste are, are out me, of this world and I, me, I love them.
0: Give me your two favorite
1: beaches in Guanacaste. Huh, Playa Negra for sure.
0: Yeah, I love Playa uh, Negra.
1: And uh, which is rug, would say.
0: Yeah, which is Magical place, yeah. 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 Those
1: are like magical places. And then the Osa Peninsula is also out of this world. Um,
0: what about Intel? What, else? what about the main, if you were to go somewhere, let's say you were looking for like a mountain kind of style like weekend, where would you go in Costa Rica? Okay,
1: there's several, there's a place that it's not touristic at all, but uh, it's very special for me that it's called the Ojancha. Yep. Uh, just that they, they haven't had any homicides, homicides from, from around 20 years. Wow. wow. So no one has been murdered in, you know, Hancha for uh, <laughs> uh, around 20 years. So I think that's very special. And also the way they preserve their nature and uh, it, it's very, very, very special. And also I love, um, like the Providencia, San Gerardo, um, just having those, that's like the river. And, uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to see how, how clear the water is. And, uh, so that's another destination, but,
0: um, I don't know whether I mentioned, but I'm developing a property at the moment in San Jalala. Oh, I, I didn't know uh, that. I mean, yes, I did, I recently, i mentioned it a couple of podcasts back, but I bought, I bought uh, like 4,000 square meters down there. So, uh, putting some small, small cabins on it. Wow, that's amazing! Uh, I'll need to visit. But yeah, I actually
1: right now in the pandemic, I've been moving around the country. Um, I've been going to a lot of destinations, eh, trying to to see the 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 reality, the cool reality of of the the touristic destinations, Uh, and also like to put, as we say here, la granito arena, right, (laughs) like on the on the reactivation, right, like trying to support uh, by by staying I, th- I think that it could be like a little uh, a very small push but yeah. at least uh making sure that i tell people i went to this place is amazing go and move from one place to another um, and also showing people that it's safe to travel within costa rica uh, during the pandemic right so yep. I, I think that we need to uh, continue moving and continue um be hoping for good things to come
0: i agree i agree i'm missing
1: some areas but in general terms, I love Costa Rica. And uh, Chiripo, I think that it's one of the best hikes that I've done so far. And the fifth area, it's Cocos Island. Uh, I've never uh, been but it's... Yeah. Oh, it, it's been one of the... what? May, maybe my top three trips, uh, Coco, it's it's top three for sure. Wow. Um, and yeah, just uh, the connection that you have with nature there being completely of... Uh, the beaten path. Actually, I went during twenty twenty during pandemic. Uh, so uh, how long did it take you to we get were, there? We were alone. It's like thirty six hours, I guess. Yeah, thirty six hours on a boat, uh,
0: just heading out.
1: Just heading out, and uh, these the twenty twenty, the it was quite calm. But I've been in another occasion, and it wasn't calm. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, it moves, uh, but it's worth it. It's totally worth it. Um, uh, the experience. The connection that you have with uh with the ocean and uh, all the creatures that you see there, um, and yeah, and, and in 2020 we were completely alone. We were the only boat in the island, so it was even more special.
0: Wow, wow, yeah. I, mean, I had Daniel Loria on, on this a while back, uh, and he'd actually gone out there, and he said it was one of the most amazing places he's ever been on the planet. So yeah, yeah, I gotta get out there sometime. Um, if you were looking to invest in Costa Rica over the next five years, Alejandro, talking just about a pure investment, where would you make an investment? Oh, I think I would have done
1: it. Uh, but like over like, the next uh, five uh, years. years. A, year yeah. <laughs> a year ago. Yeah. A year ago when I cast it for sure. Uh, but uh, I would say that's a th- that's a tough question because... With this pandemic, you never know. Uh, this was such a surprise, right? So I don't want to give you like a like a inco-
0: very incorrect answer. Well, but uh, if you, maybe- let, let, let me ask my next question. If you had $500,000, because I think it might go into the same way. If you didn't inherited $500,000 and you had to invest it into a business or real estate in Costa Rica, what would you do with it and why? And don't say your Santa Cruz property, because I know it probably would go there. But like, <laughs> where where what else would you do with it?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, if it's in real estate, uh, it could be a I business.
0: A business or real estate, either or.
1: Okay, if it's real estate, I'll do it in, in Santa Teresa, Nosara, or Tamarindo, which are, are, are booming, and uh, and and it's it's it's. I think that the price won't go down in a while. Yep. Um, if it's a business, uh, hmm, I would I would put some money in some very interesting startups that are working right now which is a challenge, uh, and maybe I'll get it wrong, but if it's, uh, it's not some money that I need to leave, I'll do it. Yep. So
0: uh, I would invest in a startup in Costa Rica. Good for you, good for you. Well, Alejandro, this has been absolutely amazing. Uh, I'm actually in Blazer Coco at the moment, uh, up, in, up here in Papagayo. Um, so we're not too far uh, from, from Santa Cruz, but I just want to really thank you very much for your time, Alejandro. This has been great. I think anyone that reach, wants to reach out to contact you, Uh, Again, I don't know anyone that has as much knowledge and experience as you as in kind of marketing and branding a country, but also, you know, travel and tourism related uh, products here. So anyone that wants to contact Alejandro, I'm going to put all of his contact details in the description. Uh, And Alejandro, I really appreciate your time, sir. That's great. Thank you very much for the opportunity. And uh, it's been
1: amazing to chat with you for a little bit.
0: Fantastic. Thanks very much, Alejandro.
1: Okay, have a good one. Bye. Bye.